And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Ding, ding! How about we can just watch basketball? How about we can just watch basketball? Welcome to the Daily Ding. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. And with me tonight, it's Mo DeKeel. Mo, what's up? What's up, Andrew? I, don't, I rarely get to do this with you. This is fun. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's going to be fun because... It was an outstanding night of basketball. And let's start in Brooklyn, where Spencer Dinwiddie is the hero once again with a buzzer-beating three to give the Mavs the victory, 113-111. to A gutsy win from this Mavs squad here, man. They were down 14 at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Mo, I want you to break down that final sequence for me. Yo, that final sequence almost broke my brain, Andrew. Like, first <laughs> off, if you if you did not like this game, go find another sport. Cricket, I hear it's amazing. Curling, go for it. Whatever you want. This game was awesome. And let's just talk about the fact Nick Claxton makes a tip-in bucket to tie the game with about 46 seconds left. Luca brings the ball up to court against pretty good defense, hits one of his little fadeaways at the free-throw line to go up two. No team, nobody calls a timeout. Nets are down two. Bring the ball up to court. KD, who the Mavs have been doubling all night long, comes yep. off of the screen. And KD, by the way, against really good defense, takes a really contested three, doesn't matter, drills it. Yep. Nets are up one. You're thinking, okay, this game's over. Ten seconds left. Mavs call a timeout. They got to draw up a play here. Let's see what Jason Kidd has. They bring the ball up full court. The Nets, which I thought was really smart, Andrew, Double Luca, get the ball out of Luca's hands. KD yep. comes off Spencer Dinwiddie, goes to Luca to double him. Luca immediately gets off the ball, swings it to Dinwiddie. Dragic rotates over while rotating over, takes away the pass to the corner, which was Jalen Brunson. So Dinwiddie's got to take a three, and he splashes it at the buzzer. It was an <laughs> unbelievable game. It was a fun game. It was amazing <laughs> just on that end. It was so fun, and Dinwiddie's the second player this season to hit back-to-back game-winning shots. Only only other player that's done that this season is DeMar DeRozan. Uh, I I love the way the Mavs played all night, and I, I didn't like the trade at the deadline, the Porzingis trade. So far, it's working out great for the Mavs, but I, I love the way they played Durant. I thought that they did a good job getting the ball out of his hands the most that they could. I mean, it was it was awesome the way they played it. Like, literally, every time KD touched the ball, it didn't matter where on the court, they were coming to double. They sent the second person on him. And give KD a ton of credit. I think he finished with, what, 10 assists on the night? He got yeah. off the ball quickly. It just became a situation for the Nets. No Kyrie Irving. No Seth Curry tonight. So not a lot of ball handlers. Dragic had a phenomenal second quarter. Went 6-6 six six from the field for, I think it was 14 points. But... It just was tough, you know? And then in the fourth quarter, it was really interesting, Andrew, because then they started to kind of, all right, maybe we're not going to double. We're going to play him one-on-one with Dorian Finney-Smith and things like that. I think that was 
really interesting for the Mavs for how they kind of played him and then kind of kept him on his toes in the fourth quarter. It was a tough night for him in terms of trying to find a shot just because they were all over him, and the Nets just didn't really... There wasn't enough opportunities after that. Like, those guys couldn't knock down shots. He had guys like, did you see the play where Patty Mills passed up on a three? And yeah. literally passes it back to Katie. And Katie stops the play and is like looking at Mills, like, you got to <laughs> shoot that, man. And he's right. Oh, but it's the same. <laughs> it was just funny, like mid play, shot clock's running. He's like, what the hell? Why didn't you shoot that? It was wide open. Uh, but th- those types of things there. It was, it was a, it's tough for the Nets to create enough offense with no Kyrie out there. It's not that different than the Warriors last year when it was just Steph out there, right? Everybody yeah. was just, we're going to double the hell out of Steph, sometimes triple team him, and let's see if the other guys could beat us. And on some nights, they're going to beat you, and on some nights, they're not. Yeah, no Seth Curry, no Marcus Aldridge either for the Nets tonight. Luka put up 37-9-9 nine and nine and didn't take a shot until... Maybe it was like two or three minutes left in the fourth quarter. Just didn't take any shots in the fourth quarter and let Spencer Dinwiddie handle it, which was pretty amazing. Yeah, He didn't need to. Spencer Dinwiddie (laughs) was going nuts in the fourth quarter. I just want to read you some numbers here. So through three quarters, Spencer Dinwiddie had seven points, two of eight shooting. In the fourth quarter alone, 15 points, four of six shooting, two or three from three, five for five at the line. Like, he really kind of took over. And it, we don't talk about it much because we kind of forget it a little bit. This was a Spencer Dinwiddie revenge game. It was. It was. You he, know? he even said afterwards, he said it was more like beating your cousin in a game. He said he, there's still a lot of friends that he has in Brooklyn, but it had to feel really good to hit it's, a game winner in Brooklyn. I've never hit a game winner against any of my former teams, but I can only <laughs> imagine how amazing that would feel, Andrew. You know, just just even if you're best friends, like because I'm competitive when I do play against my best friends in sports, we ain't friends. I'll hug you afterwards. But during the game, I might punch you. So it's it's I I can understand that from him. But that was a big win for Dallas, who's just continuing to roll. And they're staying right in the mix. They're in the fourth seed right now, tied with Utah right in that mix right there. That was a big win for them. Let's roll on to Cleveland as the Sixers edge out the Cavs on Joel Embiid's 28th birthday, 118 to 114. Mo, what would you think of the Sixers' crunch time offense? I mean, it's it's good, it's, it's but it's really just kind of dependent on yeah. Harden and Embiid really making everything happen, you know, and it may be a sprinkle of Maxi kind of on the weak side and those types of things. But, I mean, we, we got to look at it more just their third quarter because they were a big in this game. Oh man, this shouldn't have been a game we've been talking about. We really shouldn't have been. But in the third quarter, they only scored 13 points. And what's Mm. even worse than only scoring 13 points, giving up 31. Yeah. You know, and it's and it's not like they played KD, Kyrie, and 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 those guys. And no offense to the the Cavs, who've been great, but they shouldn't be able to put up 31 points against this team. And that was just kind of really surprising watching that from, from the Sixers, where I'm just like. This is. This doesn't look like a team to me that's going to win a championship, and I get it. The trade just happened in a short amount of time, things like that. But it's you can't have a quarter like that where you shoot twenty six percent from the field and allow the other team to shoot fifty five percent. Just yeah, you can't have that that bad of a quarter. And a lot of it's the depth too. When you're reliant on a guy like DeAndre Jordan to be to play decent minutes off the bench, 
you don't really have any good ball handlers off the bench to come give these guys a rest. It's, it's oh, Danny it's Green a doesn't do it for situation. you. Danny, Danny Green's does- not doing. Shake Milton, not doing it for me. Danny Green, not doing it for me, man. <laughs> not, not, not doing it. Okay, not. No, you're, you're a hundred percent right. And that was part of the problem with the trade, right? Is they gave up a lot of ball, a, a lot of stuff they needed. Andre Drummond, another big man who, who off the bench as a backup would help them. Definitely yeah. better than DeAndre Jordan. You know, all of those guys. You know, Seth Curry and his shooting and his secondary playmaking would have helped off the bench. It's, it's a lot to have given up if you're Philly. But for Cleveland, man, this is it's getting a little bit scary here, Andrew. You know, like it I is. thought uh, before the All like before the All Star break, I said, man, Cleveland's gonna be a lock for the top six. Now it's now I'm I'm more along the lines of like, man, they might not be in that top six now. Yeah, and that's because the the Raptors beat the Clippers tonight, one hundred three to one hundred. And this, they have the same record as the Cavaliers right now, which seems kind of crazy looking at the Raptors from last year who were in the lottery, have jumped all the way up to being a pretty solid, like they're going to be in the play-in and maybe even in the playoffs. Well, I'm, I'm, I predicted at the start of the year that they were going to be a top six team. I thought six. So now mm-hmm. I'm going to look really smart at that point. Um, the big thing is, Cleveland does own the the season series at 3-0. They're going to play one more time, and that's a huge mm-hmm. game, March 24th. Yeah. But right now, if the most important thing for Cleveland is, hey, at the very least, we can tie them. We, we'd yep. prefer to finish ahead of them and be, have a little bit more breathing room, but we can at least tie them in record. So we just got to keep pace with them, and that's going to be the most important thing for them going forward. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Denver destroys Washington 127 to 109 as Nikola Jokic puts up 29, 13, and 8. Bones Highland off the bench, our new favorite rookie, 17, 6, and 5. The Timberwolves, oh boy, the Timberwolves stomp the Lakers 124 to 104, and the Lakers have discovered a new rock bottom that includes Patrick Beverly and Carl Anthony Towns openly mocking you in Minnesota. Every time we think there's a new rock bottom, the Lakers have another game. That's all I got for you, Andrew. Every time. Well, this is the bottom, right? And then they play the next game, and you're like, okay, well, that's the bottom, right? Like, no. that's the <laughs> just Russ there won't, is. Russ will not put it. down his shovel when it comes to rock bottom right now. Oh, man. The Bulls continue to lose to good teams as they fall to the Jazz, 125-110. to Donovan Mitchell sets a franchise record for points scored in a quarter with 25 in the third quarter. In San Antonio, Alexei Pokushevsky thought that, man, this is the night. I'm going to have a game-winning layup on a fast break. This is going to be great. But he was outdone by Lonnie Walker, who had a game-winning three to give the Spurs a 122-120 to win. 
The Charlotte Hornets move ahead of the Atlanta Hawks in the standings with their 116-106 win against the Hawks. LaMelo had 22-8-11. Boston defeats the Warriors 110-88. Steph Curry had to leave this game in the second quarter with left foot soreness, and the Warriors just struggled tonight. Mo, the Warriors only scored 32 points in the first half. My question to you is how many times this season have the Warriors scored 32 points in a quarter? Oh, that's a good question. You and your damn trivia. Uh, I'm going to say 14 times. 62 times they have scored 32 points or more in a quarter. You know what? That was such a dumb. I meant 41. I still would have been way off, but like 14 (laughs) would have have sounded so dumb. What a dumb answer for me. (laughs) Devin Booker puts up 36, 4 and 4 as the Suns route the Rockets 129 to 112. The Bucks pull away late as they beat the Kings 135 to 126. Giannis leads the way with 38 points and 10 rebounds. R.J. Barrett continues to rise as he pours in 31 points against the Blazers, giving the Knicks a 128-98 win at MSG. Mo, my question to you is, can you name the starting lineup for the Blazers? No. No. Not and even that's going to do it for today's show. Point of contention is next. Mo, take us out. Ding, ding. Good question. <laughs> I like that one. I don't, not even going to try <laughs> As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.